This is President Donald J. Trump. Moist, that is all. Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brother. to the Freemasons Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Worshipful Brother Joe Normus. And I am right Worshipful Brother George Mudry. A.K.A. Weez. <laughs> and you are? I am Lord Joe Normus. <laughs> or as I like to say, Lord Joe Normus. Did that work? Yeah, it worked. I can't hear it. And I run Bartertown. Who runs... Oh, <laughs> Who runs Bartertown? You waiting for my response? Lord Joe Normus runs Bartertown. <laughs> okay. Yep. We're dressed as Mad Max. Yep. So we're doing a little Mad Max gonna, theme here. Just going to leave it at that. We don't need to get into specifics on why we're doing Mad Max. We don't need another but, uh, hero. We are drinking a new beer. Anybody want to, Joe, want to chime in too? Oh, there it is. We've got the Corona extra since we're coming to you that's our new official sponsor brought to you by corona extra la cerveza mas fina this isn't gonna work that's why i went with the shoulder pads do we have a straw (laughs) the half pollock's coming through right now huh (laughs) Uh, Worship Brother Ken is watching. Uh, Worship Brother Ken, I tried farting with the um, the Skype before, and it was uh, no dice. I, I can't figure out why I can't tap it in. So uh, next time we will have to all sit down, and we'll come up with that. So We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. In the meantime, do you want to do the likes, or do you want me to? Why don't you do the likes, since all I'm right. still adjusting here? All right. It was good in, in concept. We have a new like from Eric McCaslin. Oh, I wonder if he's a relative of Jonathan McCaslin. I'm going to probably go with yes. Nice. Uh, we also, uh, last podcast, I wasn't able to uh, read this aloud, but uh, from Jake Dean. Uh, well, let's start with the like first. All right. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to remove the mask for this. It'll be back. Don't worry. <laughs> now leave the mask on. Go ahead. So I knew, I knew somebody was going to make that comment. <laughs> All right. All right. You want to lead it? Yes, I'll lead it. All, All right. right. Brother, right hand, no arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brother. Viva, viva, viva. viva. 
a lot easier when we're not on the the remote. Yeah. With the lag. Yeah. Somebody had said uh, that was that, the most pathetic toast that we had ever done. Yes. It was it, on that one. <laughs> you know, we, we're trying to do remote because, again, we're all trying to be conscious and safe with all of this stuff going on. Ish. But it's just not the same when you do remote connections. There's a lag between all of us. It's, there's a lot of dead space. I'm trying my best to edit the audio for that. But I must have spent probably about two hours and only got about ten minutes into it. It was pretty I, bad. I just found it really creepy staring into Worshipful Brother Ken's eyes. Yeah, like that was he's got bizarre. like bizarre. Yeah, he's got like black eyes. Well, it's like that freaking Bella Lugosi vampire stare when they <laughs> they hypnotize you. Wasn't that one of the vampires' powers? They could hypnotize you with their stare. Yes, <laughs> and then blind you with their legs. Well, that explains why he's always white. Uh, Worship Brother John Gates, leave the mask on. What's underneath is worse. Uh, Shut the hell up. I beat you to it. Uh, Right, right, Worship Mike Adams. Uh Uh-oh, we're in trouble now. May have to put a green screen behind Ken. His pale white skin may not appear on Skype without proper lighting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we tried going to, uh, we tried doing remote last time. The audio was really choppy. We're still perfecting it. So, uh, for the time being, us two idiots are up here. Yeah, you can see what uh, I posted a picture before of what Ken, the modification Worshipful Brothers Ken is making, mm-hmm. turning himself into a human, half human, half hot spot. He's a bulk. He's like, he's the Korg. He's the bulk. We would call him the Korg. He's Ken and he's the Borg. What was uh, This mask is bothering you, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> I love that. So, uh, oh. But anyway, you came up with the topic. Yeah, so actually I'll take the mask off for this topic because I'm going to have to read. Mm-hmm. But I think people get the point with the Mad Max theme. Mad Max theme. Lord Joe Normus. Wait, wait, wait. Lord Joe Normus. Just got to turn your gain down just a hair. It was a little bit loud. I got gains. I've been working out. <laughs> so uh, that's part of the reason why you kind of led the t- Oh, I got it. Hold on. We got one more. Let's fill the cannons. I forgot. A recommendation. Oh, a recommendation. Uh, Jake Dean, the Freemasons podcast. Uh, this was, I believe it was a five-star review. If not, I apologize. Uh, but it was a five-star review. Uh, the Freemasons podcast. Thank you for the entertaining and informative podcast. As a future Mason, Mason, it has given me something to look forward to. I have a quick question. I have looked into Albert Pike Morals and Dogma before, but never got to finish reading the whole book. I can't say that I blame him. <laughs> well, and you'll have to read it again. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, are there certain books that you are required to read as you go through the degrees? Maybe, uh, which, maybe which books are best for Masonic history? Thank you for all your help. And again, I love the podcast. So we'll toast them first, and then we'll get into the book thing. All right. I'll lead this one, I guess. Yes, go right ahead, sir. Brother, right hand arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right. So, uh, Masonic books. I uh, actually, before you start your degrees, I wouldn't read anything. Go into it blind. That's my personal opinion. Uh, go into it blind so that you don't have any prior expectations. Because I feel like it's like it's like uh, sometimes like watching not not the trailer of a movie but like or better yet a book when you read like what is it the cliff notes of the book yeah it kind of takes away from the actual book because now you already know what's coming so my my personal opinion is just kind of just uh 
don't don't read anything beforehand. Let it all kind of just be, let it be a mystery in a sense. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I think it it cheapens it a little bit. Mm-hmm. That element of surprise and shock, right? Um, it just takes away, and you know, there, there's a part without getting too far into it where you know there, there's an aspect of trust that's involved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with your degrees, and right. if you know what's coming, then it kind of messes with that a little bit, right? And you know, on on top of that, you know, you also you've read something, you hear about how glamorous and extravagant the degrees are and again books and tv shows tend to sensationalize things a little bit more and then when you get there it might actually lessen your experience not that the experience isn't uh amazing but you know if you're seeing what's on the history channel understand it's there's not guys wearing purple aprons with the sleeve with the cuff what are those oh those uh, those big cuff things yeah yeah and no there's none of that going on so I mean, potentially, depending on where you depends are, depends on what shows up that night. Right, right, right. But you know, you're not going to get the, you're not going to get, you know, the the grand officers tech usually coming unless it's for something special. Um, so I think it's a little bit sensationalized, I guess, on TV. Yeah, I would, I would so. say, take at least take your EA first, mm-hmm. and then start to get into some of the readings and then you will likely need to go back and read some of it again once you do your mm because that's just right so just the way it is but you came up with the topic i did and what are we going to talk about so we're going to talk about we've done a prior episode on the chamber of reflection Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. one of the things that's written inside the chamber of reflection is uh, the the word vitriol Mm -hmm. but it is not um, the word itself, it's actually an acronym mm-hmm. uh, for something. And I will read you to you what the actual acronym says in my best attempt at Latin. Mm-hmm. And then I will translate it. And then I'll talk about why I chose it. Mm-hmm. So it says, Visita interiora tere rectificando in vinis ocultum lapidum. Or something like that. What did you say about rectum? <laughs> Rectificando. Very nice. I tried. I tried. I tried. Mm-hmm. So what that means translated into English is visit the interior of the earth and by rectifying, you will discover the hidden stone. Hey, put those back on. No, I forgot how freaking hot these <laughs> things are. <laughs> I'm sweating my ass off over here in this thing. Well, the listeners that, you know, on the podcast, they might think it was your pants or something. But, um, so yeah, it's visit the interior of the earth, and by rectifying, you will discover the hidden stone. And I chose this and wanted to talk about this, uh, one, because it's the next tattoo I'm going to get on my arm here. Um, But at this time, when things are going the way they are, um, you need to look inside yourself. Mm -hmm. So in, in this phrase visit the interior of the earth. They're not talking about the earth. They're not talking, saying, dig a hole and and climb into it. It's look inside yourself. You're the earth. Mm -hmm. Um, Look inside. And by rectifying or purifying is what some of the translations are, Mm -hmm. you will discover the hidden stone. So look inside yourself and purify it. Mm -hmm. And then you will find the meaning of life is in essence what it's, with the message that it's sending. Right. 
And I just felt that it was a good um, reminder and a good message when we're all confined in our homes. Well, mm. except for you and me. Um, <laughs> breaking curfew. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Um, we're out. The man can't keep me down. But <laughs> when you have trying times, rather than looking outward, mm. first thing you want to do is look inward. Right. Get yourself straight. <clears throat> Because only by getting yourself straight will you be able to contribute to the, the larger cause, uh, be a part of the, the larger whole. Um, oh, sorry. I didn't nowhere. know your phone was on there. That would have been bad. And uh, you know, then you could start to take care of yourself, get yourself straight. Then you could start helping others around you. But that answer can only really be found within you. Damn you with my phone. Don't need to throw things. I'm not. You keep knocking stuff over. <laughs> Um. All right, Dan. Okay. All right, Dan. <laughs> but um, so I'll just read a, a, a excerpt here from a website called SoulGuidance.com. Uh, the Earth is a well-used alchemical symbol for the body of the alchemist, also for your bodily consciousness. You have to visit the interior of your body or bodily consciousness, like in meditation. Then you have to rectify the state of consciousness as it is imperfect. Rectify means purification because the whole alchemical process is nothing but purification of the mind. Then you will discover what is hidden in you that is your divine self, which is the stone or the stone of the wise. Or, as in, in Harry Potter's theme and in alchemy, it's the philosopher's stone. So... I just thought that was a good um, topic to bring up and remind everybody, especially the brothers out there. Look inside yourself first. Purify it. Get your, get your crap straight. Right. Uh, and then you'll discover your, your true inner self, and then you could start to bring light to the world. You could start to bring light to the others around you. Right. So, especially when the world's going crazy on us, as it is right now. Well, I'm going to take it a different direction. Go ahead, please. So, when Joe... You first brought up this topic. Obviously, the first thing I do is, you know, I'm, I drive all day, so I start firing through documentaries and things to listen to. So I typed in, what is the hidden stone? Or I typed in vitriol. I always say this wrong. Vitriol. Vitriol. I always call it vitriol. I don't know why. But uh, I, I typed in that, and it came up was copper sulfate. Mm -hmm. It's actually something. Like that is used for, I don't know, killing plants and stuff like that. But it cause it turns into this blue hard substance when you mix it. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. So, and yeah. I also find a correlation, as you said, between the philosopher's stone and the hidden stone. It's the same thing, basically, mm -hmm. in a sense. So when you go into the philosopher's stone, if you know anything about the philosopher's stone, this is actually a alchemical substance that's capable of turning base metal metals into gold. Right. And this is something that Sir Isaac Newton studied uh, tremendously. Uh, and this was uh, actually banned in England where alchemy was banned. And it's not for the reasons you think it is. You think maybe, oh, the church is trying to suppress it. No. The the actual government of England banned it because they were worried that somebody was going to find out how to create gold from base substances and shut down their economy. Because right. if you can produce a massive amount of gold, <laughs> you could be rich as hell. Right. 
And right. so they actually banned the study of alchemy, and Sir Isaac Newton did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he found all he found that this philosopher's stone or whatever you want to call it was uh, it's actually believed to be a red stone in the shape of an egg. So I mean. This runs down an incredible rabbit hole. Absolutely, cause because I could, I could go a whole. You can go crazy. Different with angle that it's it's just symbolic. It's mm-hmm. lead represents. It's an imperfect metal. It's a dirty metal. We know now it poisons you. Mm-hmm. Um, turning it into gold, which is considered the most precious metal. So again, you're taking something imperfect, trying to make it perfect, which. Right. Sounds a little bit familiar in Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's also, if you want to look into some of the symbolism behind alchemy, um, there's a great YouTube video. I'm fairly certain, 99% certain the brother's name is Timothy Hogan. Mm-hmm. And he does this whole thing on alchemy. Where he, he starts goes, off and says, let me tell you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's his, uh, his cousin Hogan. Cousin Tom. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he walks through the video, and he's actually following... His name is Terry? Hulk Hogan's real name is Terry, yes. This guy's... Timothy. Timothy, okay. Is, All right. You think it starts with a T, you're close. <laughs> um, but this vi- he will walk you through the actual process and things that he's doing according to an alchemical recipe. Mm-hmm. And if you watch it, and if you've taken your three degrees, you're going to find some interesting correlations um, where there's a, a beaker of fluid that's mm. buried in sand, mm. and he has to shake it or stir it twice every day. Hmm. Think about one of, your, one of the penalties of your obligation. Ah, okay. And I was scared for a minute where you were going. No, no, no. Shake it twice a day. I was like, wait, well, wait, wait, hold, 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 hold If you on. shake it more than twice, you're playing with it. So that's, <laughs> that's another alchemical thing. That's where I thought you were going with that. I'm like, oh, boy. Here no, but it we walks go. you through some of the parts of our ritual, especially mm-hmm. our yeah. obligations and the penalties of the obligations. Mm-hmm. And it kind of fits a recipe. Right. And what he comes up with at the end... Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to get into it. Watch the video for yourself. But it's mm-hmm. considered something very pure. Mm. And the burnt over residue piece of it that's left <laughs> is referred to as the death's head. Huh. Okay. And think of one of the symbols. Yep. That mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. In so, the chamber of reflection. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So you get and into that. Actually prevalent in... One degree? One, one degree in York, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. No, so, it, it's watch it. It's Timothy Hogan, uh, Alchemy. It's the one where he's like in a lab suit with mm-hmm. beakers and all that, following a recipe that kind of coincides with our the penalties of our obligations mm-hmm. and what he comes up with. It's, it's pretty cool. It almost makes you think, uh, aha. Right. So, when Alchemy was banned by certain governments, mm-hmm. they thought we were trying to create actual gold it was a way to kind of hide it and put it somewhere and every good mason remembers their obligation 
and you can read it's committed to memory mm. so it's there right and it gets passed on uh, uh jason uh god asks uh what's the guy's name again fairly certain it's uh tim Timothy, hogan Timothy yep, thank hogan. you worshipful brother mark smith um, mm-hmm. If anybody finds the link to that YouTube video that I'm talking about, pop it on the uh, Freemason podcast page for me. I'd appreciate it. But it, it's, um, I think, I believe you know, uh, Worshipful Brother Darren Sohavy. Yes. From mm-hmm. Command. Mm-hmm. He's the one that turned me on to it and said, hey, you got to watch this video. Oh, no and I'm kidding. watching it and my mind's I'm just, gonna have to, it's I'm gonna have just to check exploding. It out. Right. It's like, See, I, I watched something different, and it took me down a whole different rabbit hole. I went down the Sir Isaac Newton one, yep. where he actually was one of the very first people to decipher or to decrypt, I guess you could say, the um, Emerald Tablets. And mm-hmm. we did a whole Patreon episode on the Emerald Tablets, and you want to talk about that? As far as the the Emerald Tablets themselves? Oh, I was leaving you an opportunity for a shameless plug. but Oh, oh well, yeah. So we did a whole Patreon episode on that. And uh, it's actually a really, really good episode. We get into a lot of that esoteric stuff. Right. Um, which, if you'd like access to, <laughs> you can join Patreon for as little as... Hold on. Join Patreon now for as little as $3 a month. You will receive <laughs> exclusive access to Patreon and our Discord group chat. You will receive a simulated gold Freemasons podcast pin and other member exclusives. Join now for as little as $3 a day. I spit my beer all over the place. <laughs> Literally, I got a hole in my mouth or something. But uh, yeah, we did that on the... Uh, all joking aside, though, I and mean, yes, we put it in our shameless plug, but we did uh, Emerald Tablets of Thoth, which is that's what yep. uh, Sir Isaac Newton and the Emerald Tablets I love actually listening to, uh, as long with as well as Sun Tzu, because you know, we, yeah, we had you're a really big on Sun Tzu, big really Sun Tzu. big. Um, you're always at war, but uh, <laughs> um. But again, when, when I'm listening to this particular documentary and they're talking about Sir Isaac Newton and he's talking about how the hidden stone is the Philosopher's Stone and he's trying to change base metals and he's actually finding, he did have a lot of findings to it and I'll have to find that YouTube video as well. But he, he did extensive work on the Philosopher's Stone and trying to mess with base metals and in order to do it, he got deep into gravity and mass and talking about how Earth had hidden pockets in it because of you know everything had to pass through the earth and then come back through it it was freaking crazy but one of the things that keyed off is when i heard oh yeah and he also did this with the uh with the emerald tablet and i'm like go hello like now you're speaking my language and as you know as we talked about in the uh emerald tablet uh patreon episode that the emerald tablet was an alchemically alchemically made tablet that uh it didn't deteriorate It, it it had zero um atomic mass or something which means it would change uh, for instance like metal rusts yeah. uh stone turns to dust and this didn't alchemically change or didn't you know change at all it was it, it was always the same uh ionization i guess is the word but uh, i thought that was quite Sounds interesting right to me um yeah the emerald tablets uh Warshaw brother mark smith emerald tablets very cool yeah that is some heavy sh- sh- stuff. So, um, but Sir Isaac Newton, man, we want to talk about a guy who was uh, way ahead of his time. Like we still use the things that he did today. So, um, 
for everybody uh, watching and listening at home. Found the uh, the link and I just popped it on our uh, our page. So definitely take a look at that later. Oh, cool! It's it's, it's gonna blow your mind. Trust me. Reminds yeah. me of a new Kids on the Block song. Did it not blow your mind this time? Did it not? Actually, we just got a little notification at three <clears> thirty. <throat> okay. That the uh, state of Connecticut is pretty much shutting down. <clears throat> Who? So the state of Connecticut. They have no authority over me. Shutting down. No, they so uh, no, they they're shutting down essential businesses. So the song that popped in my head is uh, "Nobody's Working Till Next Weekend." <laughs> it just came to my head. I don't know, but um, big Lover Boy fan, are you? <laughs> I'm not touching that one. Um, I think they had another song, "Hot Girls in Love." I don't know. It's the only one I ever heard. I okay. Know. No, I'm not. But, but uh, pretend this, like you don't know. That's fine. I'm gonna pretend it's like everybody know. hates air supply, but everybody knows the words of the songs. So uh, there's other names for the uh, philosopher's stones that um, in different uh, in uh, Arabic. I'm looking for it right here. Arabic. It was called something else. But uh, in Hindu, in Buddhism, it was known as Sintamani. C i n t a m a n i. I'll give you that. Sintamani. That's how I would pronounce it. And so this is something completely from another religion that talks about a philosopher's stone. Right. uh, Which is interesting. And um, in Arabic, it was called something else. And I can't seem to find it at the moment. But uh, uh, there are, this is called an elixir powder uh, in the Middle Ages. Uh, Early medieval alchemists uh, built upon the work of Zemo. Zyamos, Z-O-S-I-M-O-S. We'll go with it. Zosimos, we'll go with that. Zyamos, <laughs> let the world take you over by the mark. No. Um, okay, but uh, Byzantine and Arab uh, alchemists were fascinated by the concept of metal transmutation and attempt to carry out the process. The 8th century Muslim alchemist, yeah, I'm not reading that. Uh, Latin, Latinized as Gerber. <laughs> like the baby food? <laughs> G-E-B-E-R. Gerber. Okay, I'll take it. Geber? Geber? All right, whatever. whatever. Uh, analyzed each classical element in terms of the four basic qualities. Fire was both hot and dry. Yeah, blasey, blasey, blasey. But um, so this is something that has is been... This isn't just a European thing. No, not at all. Uh you know, you had Arabs talking about philosopher's stone in their own language. You also had, um, uh, you had in Hindu, Buddhism, Judaism talked about philosopher's stones. Uh, this is something also interesting that um, talking about iniquity way back in the day. The earliest known, and this will tie right into Freeman. Antiquity, you mean? Antiquity. That's what I said. You said iniquity, like inequity. Iniquity. Antiquity. Like antique. Okay. I thought it was the same word. It's just said differently. Perhaps. Um, whatever. Perhaps just, I'm just... You're giving a man munition. Thank God the Schultzes are not. But anyway, uh, the earliest known written mention of the Philosopher's Stone is the... Oh, God. Shiromekra? Uh, Shirometa. Shaka Khan. C-H-E-I-R-O-K-M-T-E-A. Yeah, Shiro Meta. Yeah. 
<laughs> by Zymos of Panopolis. Panopolis. Uh, Panopolis. Yeah, we'll okay. go with that. Uh, 300 AD. Alchemical uh, writers. Maybe we shouldn't as- talk about really old stuff. No. <laughs> no, foreign stuff is my yeah. problem. Again, got the Bono Richard. So. <laughs> Bono Richard. But this talks about how um, claims that history goes back to Adam, who acquired the knowledge of the stone directly from God. Uh, this knowledge was said to have been passed down through biblical patriarchs, giving them their longevity, which is interesting in the Bible, because if you look at the lifespans of some of these kings, and that was something that the Philosopher's Stone was supposedly able to give is it, basically immortality. Right. So let's talk about immortality, because that's even in the books uh, or the Lost Book of Enki or the ancient Sumerian tablets is that they considered some people to be immortal but it doesn't mean they didn't die they just lasted a long ass time (laughs) yeah absolutely um but it says the legend of the stone was also compared to the biblical story uh the biblical history of the temple of solomon in the rejected cornerstone described in psalm 118 that is right out of a york right degree i mean yeah. Oh, no, Scottish Rite, too, has a degree about a rejected stone. And I don't need to get into specifics about it. If you're interested, join York or Scottish Rite. But there was a, I believe it was more prevalent in a York Rite degree, but it's it's straight out of a, straight out of the York Rite. Yeah, and it's, that's one thing with this um, Timothy Hogan video, too, is in essence he's making an elixir following these... Um, these instructions as laid out in in some of our penalties. And this elixir is allegedly one that would ex- either extend your life or grant you immortality. Um, so if there's a way to pass down that ancient knowledge, you know, through allegory, through ritual, that's how they would pass it down back then. So, you know, you, you can get into that hole piece of it as well and then there's an interesting story about a guy named that went by the name of count i think it's count de saint dracula no that's count (laughs) (laughs) um count saint domain or count de saint domain or something like that not don domain um where he kept showing up in different periods of time Mm-hmm. and went by different names and he was thought to be immortal and this was right around the uh, I believe around the Victorian era right um, and it was just weird how he kept showing up uh, if worship brother Mark Smith is still watching he knows um, he knows that name because he actually <laughs> shared that story with me so you know perhaps there is this recipe to some elixir that would preserve your soul so I guess I'm excluded from it well but <laughs> Even in Sumerian, not the first party I wasn't invited. Even to. in Sumerian tablets, it talks about how the Anunnaki gods used to drink a elixir. It was right. a life elixir, and they refused to give it to mankind. Yes, because they said that we are their gods. We created them in the Sumerian tablets. Uh, the Anunnaki created man, and they are not to have the same longevity of life as we have. Um, so I mean, and there was actually this story I. Uh, let's see here. First off, I'm going to read a couple of these things, and then I'll get into the Sumerian tablets. And this kind of isn't to the 
similar to the the Philosopher's Stone. Okay. Um, but uh, Wade Wilson, come to Iowa, brothers. We are still free to roam. <laughs> <laughs> free range Americans. <laughs> no, no disrespect to anybody from Iowa. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, no, we're not. We're not. That's where uh, worshipful brother Pat Milicic is from. Yes, and Bat- he called you a big. <laughs> Uh, James Rafferty, George, what did you do with the money? Uh, yes, I've heard this joke earlier today, Raff. You can't use it twice, but go ahead. You're free to use it. Um, and then we have uh, Right Worshipful Raymond Collette, who says, Woohoo! And then he wrote, Top fan, recognize my authority. Um, oh, Right Worshipful Brother Ray. So, uh, in the Sumerian tablets, and I know we're kind of getting off, and uh, we also covered those, I think. In, uh, we did, but in order to hear that, you're going to have to join Patreon, whereas for as little as $3 a month, you get exclusive access to Discord, our Patreon broadcast, and a simulated gold pin that states the uh, that has the Freemasons podcast logo on it, <laughs> and that and many, many more. So uh, in Sumerian tablets, uh, it talked about this uh, life-giving elixir that the was denied to... Um, and I think it was called the Epic of Gilgamesh, and I could be wrong, but it talks about how he was actually half God, half human. Yeah. Very similar to uh, the story of Jesus Christ. Correct. Who may be making an appearance on the podcast <laughs> in a couple of weeks. He was half God and half man. And one of the things he had said to his mother was, you know, why am I not allowed to live the same longevity as as you know, I'm half God. Why am I not allowed to have the same longevity as the gods? And she said, the only place you can get that is if you go to the sacred place or wherever the hell it was called. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, don't quote me on it. If you're interested, look it up. Um, but I believe it was uh, Nibiru or whatever the hell. He had to go someplace and he went into the temple to get this to, to to for the longevity of life and it was denied to him he couldn't get it and he was chased out by some bull or something which is interesting because we talked about bulls not too long yep. ago um but funny same, how everything seems to come back to the sumerian tablets doesn't it like for me well not just for you in general oh, a lot of yeah. the topics that we Dude. discuss when we get into the ancient mysteries it always goes back to that starting point i would dive down that rabbit hole a long time ago <laughs> and yeah i see it <laughs> thanks for thanks right work for brother Ray. I seen it derailing too. us. <laughs> uh Ray Warshall Rimming Colette says, I'm down to single ply, please help. <laughs> <laughs> so um but uh yeah, there's so many stories in the Sumerian tablets and I know we're kind of getting off on the philosopher's stone. But, but it's it all comes back to yeah. it. It all comes back to it. But um there's so many stories that are in Sumerian tablets that are literally the predecessor to Bible stories. Absolutely. It's in, it's insane. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of similarities. There's a lot of stories that you'll find have been copied by many religions, uh-huh. whether it be Christianity or well, um, the Hindu religion. There's a lot of similarities there that they've... I won't say they copied, uh-huh. but there, there are some similarities. There. Yeah, and they even talk about in the Sumerian tablets on... Uh, and again, Zechariah Sitchin took it to... I mean, Zechariah Sitchin was one of the five guys in the entire world who could, at the time when he was alive, I think he died in 2012, uh, was able to translate Sumerian tablets. And he basically had said, and I'm not trying to get all ancient aliens on here, but one of the things that uh, 
the that they needed to make their it's called din gear and if you look it up it's it literally if you look at it in sumerian writing mm-hmm. it looks like a friggin' rocket oh yeah, yeah din yeah. gear um but one of the things it says that they needed the sacred stones to make them fly which is interesting i mean so here we are still talking about stones bringing it all back around and I want to go back into what I was looking at with uh, vitriol, 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 vitriol. Got it that time. Um, so if it's it's one of the there's different ways to make this now. It's called vit, uh, vitriol. Mm-hmm. It's a chemical compound, and one of the ways to make blue vitriol is to make copper sulfate. But different things that you use can make white vitriol right. red vitriol yep. it's very very cool so there is clearly they were doing some work that i believe you know, they were doing some sort of alchemy work that translated over into Absolutely. finding the hidden stone so for me as more of the i don't want to say conspiracy theorist guy of freemasonry but i do believe and i've said it before that there are hidden things within our ritual that mean something there's meaning behind it so when you say the word vitriol and we're talking about hidden stones right. to me it's like what are they trying to point this at to me it's it's like them saying okay here's a word and i get it you know, you know what is it? Uh, the Latin part of it, you know, and it, and it all breaks right. down. But it's just funny how they use those words to make vitriol, but at the same time it they were a, doing alche- uh, alchemical substances. Right. It's not only allegory; it's an actual yes. So chemi- chemical f- equation, in essence. Correct. And when it's funny that you bring up the different types of vitriol, there's a red, a white, and whatnot. When you get into that video that I just posted to the page, um, mm-hmm. you know. Some of the byproducts as they're making this elixir, mm-hmm. I believe one of the byproducts is called the white eagle. There's mm-hmm. a red lion. Mm-hmm. There's the death head. Right. So you get into that white, the red, you know, the, the skull and crossbones. Right. For the death's head, mm-hmm. it's correlating directly what you're saying to a practical right. chemistry. So right. it's almost like they deciphered. Or they coded it. Exactly. Or they coded it, like kind of pointing you in the right direction because one of the symbols, when we covered the Chamber of Reflection a long time ago, right? Were you here for that one? Yeah, I think it was my first episode. First episode. The Chamber of Reflection, one of the things that was actually in certain Chambers of Reflection is the actual alchemical chart of alchemy. Now, why would you put that in there and then you have the word vitriol? Right. To me, it's just... It, it's, it's all too, it's like, come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got the death's head in there. And I believe we. Right. There's and the death's an, head's in there. There's an hourglass in the chamber hourglass, of reflection, uh-huh. which was your Salt. way of timing things. Back Salt. Then. So like, if you had to say, right? let something sit for a certain amount of time, or uh-huh. if you had to change something twice in 24 hours. Right. That's your method of measurement. Uh-huh. So it's. Right. It all. Even the salt, because we one of the reasons why you have salt in the chamber of reflection is because you know again we I think it's a it's a reference to that we all become the salt of the earth again where you, you know, from kind of like the biblical uh, you know from mm-hmm. dust you shall return like, yeah, yeah. the ashes ashes to ashes dust the yeah dust. there you go yep. and it's all that similar thing so it's talking about right there in the actual 
salt is is it's a change yep. and that's what they're kind of portraying in the chamber of reflection is a change and that's one of the reasons why you go into the chamber of reflection right. is because you're changing right. from a profane outsider to a freemason and to put it in alchemical terms it would be a transmutation i feel smarter already you don't look smarter <laughs> <laughs> sorry no but it's it's undergoing this transmutation right um, which is another really cool symbol right. if you look in alchemy. Uh-huh. It's the triangle with the square and the circle inside the square. Almost looks like the Deathly Hollows symbol from Harry Potter, but it's oh, there's so many allegorical things in Harry Potter. Oh, I mean, well, just the first Star one is the philosopher's right. philosopher's stone. Even in Star Wars, I mean, you could pick those two freaking series, those movie series apart. Absolutely. Star Wars and freaking Harry Potter. There's so many things in there. You sit there and you're like, well. That looks familiar. <laughs> Saw a really cool uh, hermit tarot card tattoo with Obi-Wan Kenobi uh-huh. as, as the hermit. Really? Yeah, because if you think of it, that's what he was. Out in the middle of the desert, he's got the big shroud right. sitting by himself. Uh, Wade Wilson. Pangea reference. Deadpool. Is that your real name, Wade? <laughs> uh, Pangea reference with tribes having similarities. Absolutely. You can go across any type of tribe, religion, and everything. There's so many um, different uh, similarities between different religions and stuff. I oh, mean, yeah. come on now. You a got... lot of religions have a flood story. Uh-huh. Oh, a lot of religions have a messiah that, that died and came back. Uh-huh. Um, He'll be back three days later. Yeah. Mm. But honestly, like, so many stories overlap and everything. I mean... Uh, I'm trying to think of like different, even like the Mahabharata, which is uh, India. They had stories that that were same thing, flood stories yeah. right out of the Bible, creation stories, and like you know, very similar. Bringing it all back in, we talked about the uh, philosopher's stone, and it was actually red stone, mm-hmm. and it was said to be in the shape of an egg. And if you look at India, one of its sacred, one of the sacred things that they make over there and statues and everything is the egg. That's, that's all over the place. I mean, even if you, I mean, I'm, I know I'm kind of going ancient aliens here. No, but, but it's, it's but, you've got that, and an egg have, is known as a symbol of life, right? The beginning of life, right? right. It's, it's, and the philosopher's stone is said to have all of these different things in it, right? And it comes, I mean, and this is going back right into the Emerald Tablets of Thoth. It talks about it. Yep, Toth, whatever you want to call it. I call it Thoth because it looks like Thoth. It looks like Thoth. It does look like Thoth. It does. Spelled like Thoth. Yeah. I've heard people say Toth. I'm like, no, you're American in the shit out of that. That <laughs> yeah, must be on one of those other podcasts. Uh, Patreon. <laughs> For as little as $3 a month. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> anyway. It was actually, uh, it was uh, actually a guy I listened to who actually read the Emerald Tablets. And his name was, uh, God, what was his name? Uh, Josh Reeves. Anyway, we'll finish up with the Philosopher's Stone, and then we'll... uh... So we're talking about, uh, I think we left off with, were we on India and the Red Egg? We were talking about India and the Red Egg, and um, we were discussing that uh, the egg is is it's a symbol that's that's across different religions and it's the symbol you know again fertility and all that stuff but yeah. it's also the supposedly the shape of this philosopher's stone when it's created right. so um 
if you guys are interested in any of this, there's so many things that we can put up. And Ken has an has uh, uh, brother Jim Delvaney. Ken has an IT voodoo doll. <laughs> he probably does. Probably does. He's mad at us. It's probably darker than him too. So wow. Yeah. Subtle shot. That wasn't that subtle. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. Oh, uh, speaking of the devil. Oh, was that your neck? That was my neck. You heard that? Christ. Yeah. Hey, uh, do you want to do a little bit of listeners' questions before we... Uh, yeah, why don't we take a, uh, five, ten minutes of some we'll listeners' questions. five, ten minutes of... Oh, boy. Joseph Schultz. Never oh, mind. Never mind. No <laughs> listener questions. No, no, no. Hey, that's really cool, though, what that... We have somebody from uh, the Philippines. The Philippines watching. I told you, it's right next to Indonesia. We're like 16th in in Indonesia <laughs> right now. We're like the David Hasselhoff of podcasts. You know, we're making we're moving up the charts in the United States, but we're big overseas. We're really big overseas. Have you guys got any listeners' questions or anything you want to add into this, uh, or just uh, talk about questions in general about Freemasonry or anything, or what the uh, Lodges here, and I know again, we don't want to get talking about too deep into it, but we're we're pretty much closed down for shop. Yeah, for with uh, across the state here in Connecticut, we've we've closed down shop for safety reasons and uh, all that. But we're still doing. Uh, uh, Brother Dan left. We need you do during this boring house arrest. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, well one thing that we we've talked about we've is talked during about this time. You know, we are still working, and and a lot of us still are are tied up during the day. However, um, we are looking to increase our content. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. Looking to possibly do three shows a week, at least, instead of the two that you're used to. Now, mind you, I also want to say that not all the shows might be intelligent. (laughs) No, and they might not all be here. Like, it could be one of us um, going on live from our Mm -hmm. our basement or our homes. Kind of think of it like... um, early 80s with the when kiss was still a band but they did their solo albums each yep. one each member had their own little thing we may be right. doing something similar to that um but you can expect to get more content from us if you have any ideas anything yeah, that you'd anything like you to see us cover absolutely uh, let us know because it's more than likely um going to be covered we want to keep you engaged we want to keep everything going um we want to save you from the the news cycle give you that escape right. so anything we can do to help you through this time let us know we want to cover different topics we want sometimes we just might have a good old-fashioned shit show actually we talked about actually coming up here on a saturday morning and doing like a, a like whole, a morning show like a good morning america freaking parody <laughs> yeah but then here's the thing for our our guests or, or watchers that are over in the philippines or right. indonesia where we're really big or even um you know our aussie friends and our english friends that might be like late afternoon, early evening for them. Right. So we're gonna we might try different things like yeah, that. Yeah. We and honest, uh, uh, worship brother Ken Tyrewood, the uh, the the missing link right now. Uh, public access TV style. Yeah. yeah. I think we need to get the green screen going a little bit more. I think though. we I do. think we need to do something there. Mm-hmm. But we can. Uh, you know what we should do? <laughs> we should do like when Wimbledon the tennis tournament goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, they have breakfast at Wimbledon where they come on and the hosts are in their little blue blazers and their ascots and stuff like that and they have their tea and crumpets maybe for our British viewers we'll do something like that <laughs> and we'll talk with really bad English accents um, 
You know, we could do a bunch of different I things. I think for 4th of July, we should come up here all dressed as Minutemen and have Ken come in, wheel, like, dragging the little cannon behind that goes... We you know that, do that. <laughs> we, that would be fun. Can we play We Are the Champions while we do that, too? <laughs> a full-on fife and drum band? <laughs> no, we'll play We Are the Champions. We'll play uh, all kinds of victory, victory songs. Um, Just throwing tea bags at the camera and whatnot. You mean like the little paper ones, right? I got a better idea. We what? tar and feather Ken. What do you think? I don't think he's gonna like that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, we can't do the real. He's watching. What are we gonna do? Pour honey on him and break open a pillow? Bingo! <laughs> it's gonna turn into one of those slow motion pillow fights, like you see in like Revenge of the Nerds or Animal House or something. Yeah, we'll cover him with, with honey and then like cut open a pillow or something. Or we could do it with Jack. I mean, it'll slow him down at least for a little bit. Yeah, but he's a slippery little bastard. We're going to get our hands on him. <laughs> he runs away. Um, <laughs> Jim Delvaney. Ha ha. Yes. Jim Trensky. Awesome idea. Yeah, that'd be great. Right? Hey, we've got another Aussie listener. Is it? Uh, I know it's Shaw. Is it uh, Caribbean? Caribbean. Give he said good friend. morning, so he's definitely yeah. an Aussie brother. Oh no, that's um yeah. That's that's Shaw. Shaw. Yeah. Right. Shaw. Shaw. Shaw Shaw Shaw. Shaw Shaw Shaw. So uh th- yeah, definitely. It's a song. We're we're definitely doing something. I think we uh we Yeah. I think we tar and feather Ken. I think we go down to the the harbor. And throw some tea in the water. HR shaking her head like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll both be in the office for that one. The best laid Ken plans. sitting on the bench just covered in feathers, pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we walk by and we're like, oh, you missed the spot. <laughs> Wait, but he's one of us, though. We got to go get Danny Collins, who's down in New York, who's a transplant. We got to tar and feather him. Yes, he's a Tory. He's a Tory. He's a Tory. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be perfect. Hey, Danny, we're having a Fourth uh, of July picnic. Why don't you come on up? Why don't, you, why don't you come on up? We're having a picnic. You're the guest of honor. That would be shitty, though, to actually have one of our mean Discordians, one of the guys who is, like, very active on Discord, talks to us all the time, and we, yeah, we <laughs> invite him to the podcast just to tar and feather. You know, any, hey, he's that big of a fan. <laughs> <laughs> that would be shitty. Well, you know what? But it's it's an added bonus <laughs> that I would only give to somebody who's a member of Patreon for as little as three dollars a month. You too can be tarred and feathered if you're British. <laughs> as an extra bonus, we'll use oh uh, hypoallergenic feathers. <laughs> Ken says, "Try me." <laughs> yeah, we'll let Ken slide. Ken, we'll- Ken, you're good. See, Ken, you're you're on. You're like. Uh, Paul Revere. We'll make him Paul Revere. I'm thinking more of like, because uh, he's very intelligent. I think we make him, uh, what's his name? The uh, the Baron von Steuben. I think we make him von Steuben. Baron von Steuben? Baron von Steuben. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Okay. <laughs> Baron von Steuben, yeah. I know Lily von Steuben. <laughs> so who are you going to be? I'm Ben Franklin. Franklin. Yeah, I'm old, I'm fat, and I like to drink. George Washington, maybe. Yeah. I have to go to George Washington. That's fine. You can I'm cool with that. Now, here's the thing. George Washington was like six foot tall. So do I come that in makes with it stilts? even funnier. No. 
No? No, you stay your normal size. It's even funnier. would be even funnier is if I said I was going to show up as George Washington and showed up as Napoleon. You could do that. He lost, though. Yeah, but it took him a while. Yeah, but... George Washington lost every battle he fought. But he won the war! He got lucky once. He got lucky at Yorktown. You know, you really... And he was actually outside of... It wasn't even him that won the war. It was Nathaniel Green who pinned him there and then called George Washington and then the son of a bitch showed up and took the glory for the fight. That's what happens. You would do that. Yes. something you would do. Yes, I would. You should be George Washington. damn right I would. (laughs) I want to be Ben Franklin because he was the proverbial... Straw that stirred the drink of the revolution. Yeah, stir, stir it up, stir it up. That's it. HR dresses up as best. HR is Betsy Ross. Betsy Ross. All right, we can put the. I think this can happen. Put the flag on her lap like she's sewing it. We can recreate that famous uh, picture. Because I think definitely Ken von Stuhl. But we got to get Danny Collins up here. We we have to do. Let's figure out our roles though. I'm thinking, uh, (laughs) Ken Tarbin. No, be, see, Ken, you're not the Benedict, aren't Come no, on. No, no. He's definitely Von Stupin. He's a douche, yes. No, I think, you know, we should make him uh, Lafayette. He should be General Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah. There we go. He was a big I'm part thinking, of it. I'm thinking outside the box. Do we have any French? Uh, <coughs> we don't have any French listeners, Mm-mm. do we? No. That's all right. They don't like Americans. Yeah, they, they, and if we had Von Stupin here, they'd see him and run away, like they always do when the Germans come. And there goes our ratings if we had any in France. We don't have any. We're not that big in France. It's okay. I mean, I made the joke. I was in Epcot back in January, and I really had to use the facilities, so I stopped in France, and apparently it was such a big bomb. Did you have to go wee-wee? Apparently it was such a big bomb that they all surrendered. I walked out, and they all surrendered to me. You went (laughs) wee-wee? You went wee-wee? No, I dropped the bomb. Pardonnez-moi, mon chéri. So, <laughs> Ken Darwood, one of my favorite things. You know, that man is a douche, yes? You know, you understand douche? You know douche, yes? Yes? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He needs to be, he needs to be uh, very much stupid. Nate Moss is a Brit, right? <laughs> Nate Moss is a Brit, yes. Yeah, he but is. he's still across the pond. <gasps> and we have Gideon come here. He could be a Hessian because he's Dutch. Oh, no, they were German, weren't they? Close enough. Oh, whatever. I think Same they thing. speak German in parts of... So here's what we do. Dutch. So, here... <laughs> so here's what we do. Yeah. We put Gideon on the other side of the Naugatuck, and I will be in a little rubber dinghy, and I'll swim, I'll swim across the Naugatuck, okay. and I'll just beat his ass when I get over there. It'll be like the remake of the Battle of Trenton. Okay. Boom. Nice. What do you think? We could do that. We could do that. It'll be it's a better idea than Charles Island. Charles Island sucked. <laughs> it's a really bad no. It's a really good idea. It was a great idea until we realized right. you can get arrested and thrown in right. jail. And HR says not HR a good says idea. Not, not, not a good, good idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that until after it was too late. And then the other part of it was when we were talking about <laughs> Charles Island. Is when people like basically get stranded out there. <laughs> yeah, they get sucked out to sea because it's like. At, at low tide, you can walk straight out there on the sandbar. Yeah, but that tide comes in fast. But the tide in comes in fast. And yeah. then the Coast Guard has to come get your ass. And then you have to pay for the Coast Guard. Like, whatever the bill is, you have to reimburse the Coast I mean, Guard. Just think about Ken with all that sunburn. He's no way he's oh going to be God. able to, to swim. Poor guy. Me, I got to do the doggy paddle like a son of a bitch because I got little legs and little feet that go really fast. 
Just saying. So we've got a couple comments here I'm going to go through. Joseph Schultz, never to disappoint. There goes George making up history again. Joseph Schultz is not bilingual. He's bilingual. History's written by the winners. God damn it. Uh, oh, my what? God. What? That's what he said. I won't. You should read Greg Schultz's response that I don't. I don't know that I can read that. We can socially distance on Charles Island. Listen, I was socially distancing myself. Did you see Greg Schultz? Yeah, I read it. I'm <laughs> skipping over it. I'm <laughs> All right, but I just want to make sure you know that. That is not being There's read. nothing clean about that. <laughs> I mean, and as I said during my freaking last episode, Discord has arrived. <laughs> Discord has arrived. And you can be part of that for as little as $3 a month by joining Patreon. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this uh, is getting uh, this is getting sideways. But uh, Ken I, said Rafferty can, would just float. Well, Rafferty's going to be the boat. I would just float. You said he you were going to go. Boat. Well, didn't It'd you say you were going to go across the river in a little dinghy? Raff. It's not little. Well, his dinghy is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ken Tardwood says we can socially distance on so, Charles oh, Island. Christ, Greg Schultz, ban uh, him, ban him, cut him out, <laughs> hide his comments. No. Oh my God, Greg Schultz. Damn you. Uh, I was socially distancing myself from people before the corona was even freaking even popular. In high school, I was involuntarily social distanced. Me too. <laughs> me they, too. They just left me alone. I was a loser. Joseph Schultz guilty. All right. This is getting. Yeah. Um, yep. Back to. Uh, yeah. Anyway. What is our the next Schultz holiday? brothers are like the like the angry mob up in Lexington. Yes. They were throwing snowballs. Yes. That's what we do. <gasps> we do a reenactment of the Boston oh, the Massacre. the snowball fight. The Boston Massacre. Yes. The only problem is it needs to freaking snow in Connecticut because it hasn't snowed all damn winter. Yeah, we'll use softballs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll use softballs. But, uh, we'll give the Brits nerfs and we'll be chucking <laughs> rolling softballs at them. So we, have, so we already have our April... Easter thing, I guess, going on, which is probably going to get my ass kicked, but whatever. <laughs> what? You know who. If people can go around and dress like a saint at Christmas, we could dress as Jesus for Easter. Okay. What's after Easter? What's the next holiday? Um, April Memorial Day. May Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Oh, okay. And I, I don't want to like horse around with that one. I don't want to horse around with that one. Uh, but you could dress up like Patton or somebody. That's not horsing around. If I'm dressing up like Patton, I'll walk in the freaking parade. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you should ride a horse. So the next holiday so Memorial Day, so then Fourth May, of July. so then June, then 4th of July, yeah. You know what I actually put on my Facebook every single year, 4th of July? What? A picture of the British flag, and it says, Happy Treason Day. Yes, <laughs> I have seen that. I have noticed that. What I'd like to do that I know HR won't approve of oh, is boy. not only do I want to dress as Uncle Sam, I want to dress as Apollo Creed dressed as Uncle Sam. Like when he's coming out and then... I got to be careful <laughs> with that. That's what I mean. That's why HR would People say no. take offense to that. I know, but it's like... She's already saying no. He was the world <laughs> champ. He's Apollo Creed. I'm just uh, saying. I understand, but so what, it what am I like the, that. What am I, the beat up Rocky? You're Paulie. Paulie? <laughs> Yeah, you're Paulie. Hey, so Rock, I hear you want to date my sister. <laughs> yeah, you're Paulie. Oh God. Uh, so, right, you don't want to be Paulie now, uh, or do you want to be? Uh, 
Mickey. You want to be Mickey, the, tr- the old trainer guy? You're a bum. You're yeah, bum. that guy. We could do a we could do a Rocky training montage. So, but uh, anyway, that's not worshipful brother Joseph Schultz. So when do we attack the Brits? Hey, in Discord, it, that's yeah, all day, thing. every day. <laughs> we attack the Brits. The Brits attack us. They've been fighting back a little. They've been getting a little rambunctious. It's been like a little. I freaking love it. It's so much yeah. fun in Discord. We have a blast. Like, and some of the things that are put in there, I didn't get a chance to get on it too often today because I was running around like mad. But oh my god, you want to talk about like in. In stitches and tears, yeah. laughing with some of the stuff that's on. No, there. They've got oh, a little moxie to God. them. It's um, it's like eighteen twelve when they came back and like, yeah, we'll we'll take you. That nah, you ain't gonna be no rematch. <laughs> ain't gonna be no. Watch your brother Ken Tarwood. I'll be Drago. <laughs> yeah, he could. You will lose if he dies. If he dies, he dies. He dies. Your Americans think you are all very very good, and we are also very very bad. But we are very very good, and you are so very very bad. We're not big in Russia, are we? <laughs> No, I don't think any American show is big in Russia. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out on a limb. The party doesn't stop here. It continues over on Discord. Yes. So. Yeah. And uh, you know how to get access to that God. by now. Jesus, you're not going to stop. I'm just saying, I'm not going to repeat it. They know. At this point, they know. You repeated it like four times. I know, so I don't have to say again that they can join for as little as $3 a month and get exclusive access to Patreon at Discord as well as receive oh a free gold tone Freemason podcast pen. Uh, <laughs> and Jim they can Delvaney, be tarred and feathered. Jim Delvaney off the Discord. <laughs> hey, that's fine. And the, the other new thing about Discord, too. So uh, talked about getting a, a good bang for your buck. There's that uh, free chat that we added. Oh, where, yeah. Uh, so let's like, talk about that real quick. It's like the old party lines of the 80s where everybody can get on and just talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, so it's you can actually hear somebody insult you in a British accent rather than just read it. <laughs> you bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Bollocks! You limey bastard! So we added uh, on on our again on our Discord, which you have to be a Patreon to be part of. But we added it. It's called the we had another channel because we have three channels on there. We have uh, the Mason Jars, which I called it, which yeah. is just the horse shit that goes on. We have Masonic information, which is if you have a serious inquiry about something Masonic that you want to ask another brother on Discord. And then the third one is. Um, I just added, it's now a, a push-to-talk chat thing. So I can basically go into, it's, I call it the FMP. Oh, we got to do that before we sign off too. Oh, yes. We need our listeners to, yes. to help us solve something. So, uh, yes, we need our listeners to help us solve uh, something. George and I are having creative differences. Yes, we're having creative differences. So, But you can go into FMP free chat, which is actually an audio thing that you can talk, literally. Yes. Talk. Yeah. Not texting. Talk. No, it's a group chat. It's, it's a, a group chat. audio group chat. And we did it actually with uh, brother um, uh, Benjamin Blumenthal. Ben Blumenthal. And, and we were just all Joe three Schultz of us. Jumped, Joe jumped on for yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's great, though. And honest to God, so during this whole quarantine, hiding in your house thing, uh, one day I actually jumped on my laptop and was sitting there on the couch and just yeah bullshitting with a couple so. of guys in Discord. So if you're missing Lodge, because I know a lot of you are, and I'm missing Lodge, too. Uh, luckily, I got this hooligan and the other hooligan to come up here and play with. Um, when and you, H- do it, and you do it well. When HR lets us. <laughs> that's, why, um, that's why I keep coming back. Seriously. Don't start. Hey. But, <laughs> but honestly, in all, in all seriousness, like we go on this FMP chat and we just talk. And just bullshit. Yeah. Talking about, hey, how are things over by you? You know, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's really good. So 
So put up uh, you can do a poll on uh, the Facebook. Joseph Peter. Schultz. I said talk. Talk. Yeah, that's yeah, how right. we talk up here. It's for the fucking like bites. I'm hawk. over here in the hawk. We're gonna talk. I'm in the middle of freaking New York and Boston. What do you want from me? It's better than saying chowder. Yeah. 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 Wicked pisser. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so we're we gonna need go to the park and play with the birds. We're gonna feed the birds. We need your help solving uh, a creative difference here, and you, you listeners, get to decide, and we'll abide by your final decision. Yes. Um. So, right, worship brother George refers to the podcast. Nah, as, ah, ah, ah. Let me start how it started. Okay. It was our listeners who were saying they were were choosing an acronym for this podcast, yeah. and they went with. There was a couple. Most of the people that I've seen wrote FMP. Right. For Free Mason's, Mason's podcast. podcast. You, earlier today, wrote... T-F-P. The Freemasons Podcast. The Freemasons, because Freemasons is one word. But the is not a word. It's it's a filler. It's a word. The. It's not a word to me. The douche. <laughs> <laughs> the douche, yes. <laughs> the douche, yes. Or I just say douche, yes. But it's... Then it should just be FP. Okay. How then do you say just be FP. How do you say the in Russian? I don't know. Exactly. We won that one too. <laughs> okay. What, what, uh, At the end of a movie, speak do another you language. See, who speaks another language? At the end of a movie, do you see end or you Stand see on. the on. end? I got this. Oh, we're going to Siri. She knows everything. Oh, okay. So I got the two other hooligans. Who are part of Listen, this is not a uh, Brother James Rafferty and uh, Worship Brother Ken Tarward. Uh, th- this is not, in, this is not, uh, I'm sorry, this is not a board of exec meeting. This is our listeners. I like FMP. Which is hard to believe, grammatically incorrect. But go ahead. Freemasons is one word. It's either FP or TFP. Okay. Uh <laughs> Worship Brother Joseph Schultz. FMP, yeah, you know me. <laughs> Hold on. How do you say the in Russian? What the? There's an answer. She answers. She knows everything. So suck it. Suck it. But I, so I, Rafferty I says, if you look it up, it's the Freemason. How do I ban him? Right, but Freemasons is one word. So if we... Uh, have- hold on, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. We got, we got some people. So Joseph Schultz. Oh, damn. I need a pen so I can write we're gonna, this down. We're going to put up We're gonna put up an actual poll. You're going to put up an actual poll? I'm going to put up an actual because poll. It'd be but, like but, saying... I'm going to go United- on the live feed right Time here. out, time out. It's like saying the United States of America is the UNSA. Because it's United. Here we go. Hold on. It's the UNSA. Come on, stop it. Hold on. Hold on. Stop it. Freemasons is one word. Hold on. It's one word. So we got Joseph Schultz is a FMP. Put up an actual poll. I'm going to. I just I'm going to get some freaking. It's just stop your Sun Tzu and put up a a legitimate poll. Okay, hold on. I will put up a legitimate poll. But we got uh, Jim Delvaney. He's FMP. Uh, We got. James Rafferty, he's with you. You're with TFP. Uh, and then we it's have... the Freemasons. Ken Tarwood, I recant. FMP is fine. Well, that's because... Whatever, he only gets half a vote. He's not here. <laughs> James Rafferty, ban me, bitch. You gotta be in it to win it. <laughs> I can't ban him, nor would I ban him, but... I, I can't am, ban him anyway, because he's admin on the page. If we go... Let's shut the live feed down while I'm <laughs> through it. 
I just it's the all right. We're gonna put up a poll okay. and we'll leave it for everybody. FMP. So we're in agreement here. FMP or TFP? Yes. Those are the two because one of the other. But ones if FMP was, wins, then it should just be FP because okay. Freemasons is one word. Okay, but Kentar would put TFMP. Freemasons is still one word. <laughs> We're gonna put up okay. a poll. NKOTB. What is free it? and accepted Masons is three words. Yeah, but we're not doing FNAM podcast. We're Freemasons is one word. Free and accepted Masons is technically four if you want to count as little ampersand. Well, I, I like, uh, personally, I like FMP because it reminds me of female You like shoots. FMP because you came up with it and it's your no, show. No, I didn't come up with it. The listener did, but there's so many acronyms for FMP. I mean, the Schultz brothers are Females have long stilettos. They're called... <laughs> Boom! <laughs> but you're taking advice from two brothers that got kicked in the head repeatedly as children. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. <laughs> no offense, Brother Schultz's. Uh, Brothers. Anyway, Brothers Schultz. all right. We're going to pull up a poll after this, though. This has been fun. Even this with your hyphenation words from a brother, Kentar, would it still one word? A hyphenated word is still one word. Uh, actually, okay. Well, listen, whatever the case may be, we're going to put up a poll for everybody who's poll. on it. You're right. And we'll come up with a thing. Me personally, I like FMP. I know, but it's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. To it's you. wrong. I'm not the one who came up I with know, it. So whoever came up with it is wrong. <laughs> I didn't come up with it. This isn't my. Pluto design. used to be a planet, but guess what? They were wrong. It's not anymore. It is a planet, but though. But it's back. But for a time, it wasn't. Oh my God! It's what is it called? A freaking uh, planetoid? Seriously? It's not a planet. It's not a planet. What the hell is a planetoid? It's a small planet. Ish type. I have a small Bob. child. Do I call him a child toy? You're like a humanoid. You <laughs> son <laughs> a, a human toy. You're... Oh, my God. I can't believe this. Uh, James Rafferty, Joe, 100%. How do I do? Uh, Ken Tarwood, negative. Hyphens join two words, brah. Yeah, then hyphenate that hole, Ken. Hyphenate that. How about that? <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. I've been penned up inside too long. I didn't, I didn't mean to attack you like that, brother. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ken. I'm sorry, workable brother. Uh, Ken's argument also said dwarf planet. Yeah. Uh, I'm God. waiting for Ken's comment to speak. <laughs> a little bit of a lag here. I'm sorry, virtual brother, Ken. I miss you. Uh, but anyway, we will definitely put up a poll. I miss you. Who's going to put up the poll? You or me? Uh, or I'm sure Raph already freaking jumped on Raph, jump on the as a senior admin consultant. <laughs> Ken, you're familiar with the term dwarf. Yeah, yes, I'm going to shut this podcast. We're going to shut this podcast down soon because I have a feeling that this is all going to come back to me at some point. I feel like this is a setup between Worship Brother Ken and Worship Brother <laughs> Joe. Now we're talking about dwarves. Come on now. Something's coming in my Wait, direction here. If Joe Zanino was a planet. He would be Mars. Is that because that's the red planet? <laughs> well played, Worker Brother Joe Schultz. Well played. Or it's got no life. <laughs> well, if Worker Brother Joe Schultz was a planet, he'd be Uranus. But anyway, <laughs> on James that note. Rafferty, <laughs> Brother James Rafferty. Okay, Discord is going to be out of control in three, yeah. two. <laughs> that's right. And uh, Rafferty's uh, trying to figure out how to do a poll on uh, Facebook. Uh, I'll right take now. care of it, Raff, because I could do it right from the computer. Don't worry about it. So. 
What do you say? We've had enough fun for one night? Yeah, I think so. All I'm right. Shut, it down. <laughs> shut this down. So, for the Freemasons podcast, right, Worship Brother George Mudry. Worship Brother Joe, signing off. Have a good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. <laughs>